We'll talk to Sean McVay coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, we heard it coming in. Aaron Donald had a day yesterday. He had four sacks. He was just... It, I get everyone in the NFL is physical and tough and an alpha and all. I mean, you don't get to that league if you don't have those traits and just be big and strong. He's throwing around NFL offensive linemen like they're children. It's just, it's amazing how unbelievably powerful Aaron Donald can be. I, I saw Andre uh, Whitworth the other night, and uh, he's huge, right? Yeah. Six, seven, three, thirty. Like, huge. Six, seven, three, thirty. I can't imagine Aaron Donald throwing him around. It just doesn't even seem right. Because Aaron, Donald, else Aaron Donald's a, a, a little shorter, squattier type, strong, compact player. But when you look at Whitworth, it's like, man, he'll just push him down. Just how his body is built. But that's not the case with Aaron Donald. Four sacks, also a strip fumble. I mean, and um, you you look at it and they say that wasn't his best game. That mm, wasn't, I don't I, know about how that. could it not be your best game? I don't know. Let's find out from the head coach of the only unbeaten team in the NFL. They are 7-0. Talking about Sean McVay. Sean, good morning. How you been? I've been good, man. How you guys doing? What's up, Very coach? Good, How bro? you doing? I like these conversations. You win, you talk to us. You go out, you win again. You win, you talk to us. Let's keep hey, this, this is going. A good rhythm for us both. That, this is a good luck thing. Let's just keep it going because if you lose, we still want you to talk to us now. We don't expect that happening anytime and then I, and then soon. I don't have as much fun answering those questions. I can promise you that. <laughs> no, hey, hey, that's just the way it is. But you got you have fun out there against the San Francisco 49er team in the Bay this past Sunday after they had a tough one against the Green Bay Packers. But you went out there and you handled business. How did the game plan change with you based on what you saw against Green Bay? You know, really, I think when you look at these guys just throughout the course of the year, you know, I know the record is is what it is, but they've been in every single game. They've consistently moved the ball on people, and, and I thought our defensive coaches did a great job getting the game plan together because I got a lot of respect for Coach Shanahan and his ability to scheme things up and the play actions to create explosives. And, you know, they've really run the football really well with Breida throughout the course of the year. And Our guys were ready to go. I mean, you can't say enough about what Aaron Donald did, but – Really, I mean, you look at the two picks that we had with Troy Hill and Bo John Johnson. Those are just unbelievable individual efforts, uh, good concept recognition where they're able to make those types of plays. I thought Corey Littleton continues to be outstanding for us. Special teams was great. And then, you know, offensively, we were able to capitalize on some short fields, turning those four turnovers into 24 points. That was really a true team win, and, uh, you know, and the guys came ready to go, and, and that was a good thing for our football team. Defense gave up 10 points, the lowest has given up since blanking Arizona back in week two. What was it about the 49ers offense and maybe maybe Kyle Shanahan's scheme that you guys were able to kind of solve? You know, I think it was more just the guys making plays. You know, his, he's got a great scheme. I thought we got to him on some early downs on some of the times where they were trying to take some play-action shots and different things like that, uh, being able to get sacks and then get him into some of those longer second-down-and-long situations and then obviously third-and-long. That's when you really feel like you're in an advantageous spot on defense. And we, were, we seemed like we were in good, you know, down-and-distances from a defensive perspective all day just because of the first-down efficiency. And, you know, that was really key. And then, you know, ultimately those, those guys balled, man. They were just ready to go. There was a focus. There was a concentration, a sense of urgency throughout the course of the week. And I think it's really been two weeks in a row against, you know, going into the game, top five rush teams that our defense has really answered the bell. And, and it says a lot about those guys. The head coach of the Rams, Sean McVay, joining us, Keyshawn LZ and Travis. And Sean, I mean, you've seen a lot of Aaron Donald and he's had a lot of good games. Have you ever seen him any better than he was yesterday? 
You know, it's hard to say. I mean, he seems like he kind of shows up every single week and does something that just makes you shake your head and say, man, I'm sure glad he's on our team. But he, you know, different. there's different ways. Offenses, you can see just, you know, they've, they've got to be mindful of him. A lot of times he dictates protections in the way that they operate and, and uh, you know, kind of have to alter their game plan to be able to handle him. But when he gets his playoffs, he certainly makes the most of them. And he was able to get into a rhythm yesterday and, you know, you feel him making that kind of impact, but then when you go back and you realize the actual production watching the film again, you're like, man, this was this was a special performance, and the great thing about Aaron is, first thing that he'll say is, you know, there's things I can do better, and, uh, you know, can't wait to get back to work this week, and that's what you love about a leader like that. You've been around Warren Sapp. You've been around Aaron Donald. How would you compare the two? You know what? I wasn't around Warren enough probably to know the nuances of what I, you know, when I was around Warren, it was just kind of in a, you know, when I was really in high school running around helping out with the Bucks. But I think you see dominant three techniques that, you know, everybody seems to think that it's the edge players that always influence and affect the rush and different things like that. But those are two guys that kind of change the norm as far as, uh, where wherever you can create pressure, and then a lot of times, you know, most quarterbacks will tell you it's it's more uncomfortable when you get that interior push because there's nowhere to step up. If you get edged from one side or the other, you can at least step up and slide and move and manipulate the pocket. And a lot of times, when you're getting that interior push, uh, that can that can often lead to even more trouble for the quarterbacks. But I think you're talking about two dominant players that are complete players, both in the run and the pass. Um, and you know what Aaron's doing right now is is truly special, and and he's just getting better every single week and. You know, I kind of joke with him that maybe he wouldn't have to wait to hit his rhythm so quick if he would have showed up for camp. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that, that I, don't I don't think that would be, Sean, but yeah. I don't think that was going to happen without the deal being done. But. Yeah, hey, well, hey, at least I can laugh about it, right? <laughs> right there you go. Thirty-three points. Brandon Cook doesn't catch a pass. Forty, forty-nine points. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Sorry, and you don't have Cooper Cup. Do you enjoy the challenge of not having your number one guy or a main cog in your offense presence just so you can show us just how smart you are? No, 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 no. <laughs> I think you always want to be able to have your your all your uh, your options available at your disposal if that's the potential. You know, we we love those guys, and Cooper was a big loss for us not having him yesterday. But I think what it says is that guys have done a great job stepping up and responding the right way. You know, Brandon and Robert both had great games yesterday. I thought Todd continues to demonstrate why he's the most complete back in the league. And, and Jared does a good job distributing the football. You know, Nick Williams comes in first week, makes a couple catches, a big third down that kept the drive alive. And Josh Reynolds has a big catch that ends up getting us down to the one-yard line. But I think it's a real credit to, number one, our players' ability to get ready and, and be able to step up if that's what the situation dictates. But also our coaches. You know, Eric Yarber did a great job getting those receivers ready to go. And uh, anytime that you're missing a player like Cooper Cup, both from a mental and just a physical standpoint that's a huge loss but it says a lot about our players ability to, to step up when they have to and and that's what good teams do and that's what our guys did yesterday the head coach of the 7-0 Rams Sean McVay joining us and I, I don't know if there is an answer to this question Sean but what do you do with Aaron Rodgers who comes to the Coliseum on Sunday yeah you know really it, it'll be uh, it's always a great challenge he's obviously you know a very special player going to be a first ballot hall of famer and it's going to be a great week for us as far as preparing figuring out ways to try to slow him down uh, he's one of those guys that does something every single week where you just feel like, wow, that, that's incredible. And it's going to be a great challenge for our defense. But we're, we're excited to get to looking at this film, get the game plan together, and, and try to slow him down. And uh, we know uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough, but, but we're looking forward to the challenge. 
What about the fact that you just came off three consecutive games on the road? You went three and zero. You're eleven and one on the road since becoming the head coach of this team. The idea is to win half of your road games, win at home. How are you eleven and one away from the Coliseum? Well, I think our players have done a really good job about just kind of that business-like attitude and approach. And when we go on the road, there's something special about, you know, it's just us against, you know, that team, but also that stadium. And, And I think guys kind of embrace that mindset and mentality. But, you know, it's really just a credit to the consistency at which the players just operate at week in and week out. We love playing at home in front of the college, at the Coliseum in front of our fans, but whether we're at home or whether we're away, our approach remains the same, you know, whether we travel on a Friday or Saturday. But our players' consistency at which they approach their weekly rhythm and, and kind of how that, that preparation leads to the consistent performances is what we want to strive to do every single week. And, you know, this week will be no different. We're just excited to be back at home and not having to travel. Cooper Cup obviously didn't play this past week against the 49ers. Are you expecting back in the lineup at some point uh, within the next week or two? I hope so, Key. You know, I, I think the biggest thing is, is once I sit down and talk to Reggie and you see kind of a, you know, this injury that he sustained just based on the nature of kind of what went on, you know, it wasn't anything structurally, but it's a little bit out of the norm in terms of just kind of the, the overall pounding that he ended up taking on that knee as a result of the way that that ended up, uh, you know, kind of <laughs> the way that that play ended up happening. But fortunately, it's just going to be kind of a day-to-day deal. You know, I'll have a mm-hmm. better idea. It seemed like he was making good progress towards the end of the week, whether he's able to go this week, next week, uh, can't say yet. But if he is able to go, you know, that will certainly be a big boost to our team. I know you're not going to tell me the answer I want to hear, but I'm going to ask you the question anyway. You graduated from high school in Brookhaven, which is right outside of Atlanta. I lived in Brookhaven when I was down there. I know how close it is down there. How is it? How difficult is it for you not to think about the Super Bowl, Less. knowing? Don't what, don't, why, why, are you, why are you looking at me well, like you that, Keith? And I preface it by saying such. But when you have the Dodgers <laughs> going to the World Series, you hear LeBron James is here. You're cognizant of all the buzz, championship buzz in L.A. You're not immune to that, Sean. What are you doing to stay as calm about this as possible? Well, the only way that you even get to even think about something like that is if you continue to do what we're doing. And that's just that one day at a time, one week at a time mindset. And if we continue to get the results we've gotten, then those things kind of take care of themselves. But I really do believe this. Uh, obviously, everybody's goal is, is to have an opportunity to compete for a championship. That's why you do this. But the only way that you do that is you kind of be where your feet are planted, focus on getting better and, and making sure that you don't get too far ahead of yourself because there's so many different things that can take place in the meantime. But to not want to embrace the greatness that this city has, when you talk about guys like LeBron, you see the Dodgers doing their thing, going to consecutive World Series. Um, those are the kind of things that excite you. Uh, and you want to try to do a good job of, of pulling your weight and making sure that you give this this great city and the fan base something they can be proud of, and, and we're going to try to continue to do that one week at a time. And if it gets to that point later on where that's a realistic conversation, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for all of us. Which Dodger game are you going to, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? You know what? With us getting ready for a game, I don't think I'll be able to go to any of them. Last year, it worked out perfectly because we were able to go because it, it ended up coinciding with our bye. So I think we'll have to. I'll root from afar. I'm sure some of our players will be able to go on Friday, but those are kind of the days that we use and, and then I use to get a little bit of rest and to try to get get your mind right for the game on Sunday since not getting much sleep through the week. All right, All right. seven to zero. The Rams are the only unbeaten in the NFL through seven weeks. Sean McVay is their head coach. Sean, appreciate you coming on. Thanks a bunch. Thank you, sir. Thanks, guys.
Yeah, you should have just said, hey, when are you going to go 16? What do you think about going 16 and 0 and going to the Super Bowl in Atlanta and winning that too? They actually gave a pretty good answer. That wasn't I mean, a very good answer. About the Super Bowl, no, but, but just it was being a, a part of the fabric. Exactly. And if Keyshawn hadn't interrupted me, because we I, probably would have gotten that question. Because I knew I exactly what he was going to say, which and, was and, nothing. And I said, and he said that I knew that. And I said that before I even asked the question. <laughs> I thought it was good. Damn, we got a good answer. Uh, of course, I'm a we knew it was going to say, "Yeah, I think we're going to go. I think we'll play the Chiefs." Yeah, of course, I think we'll play the Chiefs. Say and I'm going to, I'm going to. Well, that's because he's scared. Because if it was me, I'd have stood on the table <laughs> and said, "Bring them on." See, to, to put, pull the curtain behind a little bit of the industry that we're in, Keyshawn, you don't ask the question because you know the answer or you don't know the answer. You ask the question because you want to know how they answer the question.